immersive audio podcast. In conversations with industry thought leaders, practitioners, artists, academics, and entrepreneurs, discussing all aspects of this rapidly evolving industry, from art, science, and business to practical insights and project case studies. We aim to inform, educate, explore, and unite the community. Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Immersive Audio Podcast. My name is Oliver Cadell, and I'll be your host for the next few episodes that will explore the cutting-edge applications of spatial audio in automotive. A few weeks ago, I traveled to Zurich in Switzerland for an exclusive opportunity to speak to the Ambio team who have been developing technology for spatial audio for a number of years. The use of spatial audio is becoming ever so ubiquitous. It seems that it's just a matter of time before we get to enjoy immersive content from the comfort of our cars on a regular basis. But before we dive in, let's hear from Veronique, who will tell us more about the creation of the Ambio Mobility Project. My name is Veronique Larcher, Lacher, Larcher, depending in which country you are and ask. I am currently based in Zurich, Switzerland, and I am working for Sennheiser as the director of MBO Immersive Audio. My role is really to fuel the energy of my superstar team at Sennheiser MBO and uh, make sure that um, our directions are set properly and that they have enough room and, um, and uh, the right environment to unleash their talent and uh, deliver what is expected from us and beyond, of course. And uh, finally, make sure our stakeholders uh, at Sennheiser in line with what we are doing, what we are delivering, and that their ambition is correctly uh, uh, translated into projects in our team. The mission of Ambio Mobility is to revolutionize the way people in their cars experience music for the first time, feeling the emotion uh, that immersive music delivers, and as well being able to hear the content in an individualized way. Let me explain that part. Uh, when we talk about immersive, the playback part of it, so listening to music, comes to mind immediately. However, um, working with spatial audio also uh, touches on how to pinpoint spaces inside the car, in that case, where relevant content is there for you, your voice, for example. And that's that taps into another part of MBO Mobility where our technology will find who is talking in the car and will beam at that person to pick up their voice, despite whatever other noise is around, so that that voice is clear and understandable, so the, the voice can, you know, command the car, can, of course, be heard from a, a distant location when they're communicating over the phone, uh, for example. And even further, that the, the person talking back at them is heard by them and them only. At least that's uh, our holy grail. We talk about sound zones. We like to call it individualized sound experience instead, where one person can have a voice or listen or communicate with a person without disturbing the other who can have, next to that uh, first person, another type of media experience. But it's not easy to break into automotive industry. The team had to start from scratch and not without its own challenges. So we've been uh, slow and fast at it, uh, slow to think about it and fast in executing, which I, I think is is actually the right way to do it. So 
mobility was not an immediate sector or domain of applications, and neither was and is, has not been in it for for more than MBO mobility has existed, so 2019. But we clearly had uh, good experiences in the living room with various experiments uh, that we had conducted and technologies we had brought. We also had clearly good voice technology with our business uh, communication products, picking up voice in meeting rooms. And we really went with a pilot, a, a short pilot where we built a fake car made of wood using stock products we have. So no, no, no automotive components, but, you know, studio monitors, professional microphones. So really, we didn't cut any corner there, uh, but trying to put that in the scenario of a car cabin and trying to see whether we were bringing benefits to people sitting inside this wooden car. And the, the user uh, study we, we conducted with this went incredibly well. And uh, the response was very positive and convinced us that we did have something different that could actually address uh, the, the new needs of the, the passengers in cars as their cars become more silent, as um, it's not like they don't drive exactly just yet. They do drive and need to pay attention, but nonetheless, uh, entertainment in the car and uh, voice communication in the car as they drive is becoming more and more important. So uh, that's what triggered our uh, initiative, which was then uh, publicly announced in August 2019. And 2019 really is the first year that our small team became fully dedicated to the purpose of creating products for the automotive industry. I think it's important to stop here and reflect on Ambio Division as a whole and its evolution over the years delivering innovative products for our industry, both in software and hardware domains. Here is Sophia Brazola, the head of branding and marketing, who has been part of the journey since the beginning. My name is Sophia Brazola from uh, the Ambio Mobility team. My responsibility is brand and marketing and I'm based in Zurich, Switzerland. So my contribution to this project is really in bringing in the, the brand aspect of, uh, of our solution and selling it to OEMs in the automotive industry. Anything from pitching uh, our brand to finding the relevant data and uh, user studies that uh, validate our position in the professional and consumer industry and translating the, that, that awareness and that brand strength into the automotive world. Before you start Googling what OEM stands for. OEM stands for Original Equipment Manufacturers. So they are the automotive brands that uh, manufacture cars that you see in the industry. Of course, they partner with uh, tier one, tier two suppliers for, um, for their supply chains. And, but then ultimately, they are the ones uh, branding the products and putting them on the market. So I'm really trying to like build bridges between the technology that the rest of the team has developed and uh, the customer needs uh, in the automotive OEMs to, uh, to show them also ways how they could brand and market the solution to their own customers. So highlighting the relevance that, and the user benefits that are in the technology for them. Ambio was officially established in 2016 um, as the company decided uh, needed to be um, a tight strategic focus on immersive audio for its uh, its future. And uh, it, we really believe that uh, it was the, the main innovation driver 
that could have set us apart in the industry. So we had very good uh, technology already at the time with the history for innovation. In fact, we had pushed out uh, without knowing very consciously perhaps, but already some immersive audio products uh, well before 2016. Uh, which were maybe too early for, for the market. But in 2016, we basically took the conscious choice to dedicate uh, our team's effort to it. And um, we started developing different uh, different solutions, both on the hardware and software side, both on the professional and uh, consumer side. So uh, we have uh, in our portfolio products uh, such as uh, the MBO VR mic, are the first uh, purpose-built uh, microphone for recording immersive audio for virtual reality, uh, which was basically, yeah, you could say invented here in sense that we really did the first user research testing. Um, we came to a concept, uh, prototyped it together with the teams of Neumann, and then all the way until uh, launching it in collaboration with the development teams in uh, in our headquarters. But then we also have on our portfolio other kind of experiences that are more on the software and experiential side, such as our engagement in augmented audio, where we partnered with uh, Mood Magic Leap and we talked that about it at length in another episode, and uh, as well as uh, embedding our technologies in existing products in the portfolio of different business units in the company, such as business communication. So we have immersive audio technology, for example, embedded in products in uh, business communication, consumer products such as uh, our Ambio Soundbar, which has been hugely successful and reviewed as the best sound immersive audio soundbar in the on the market and uh, since 2019 we having learned from different uh, launches and experiences on the market we identified that uh, automotive was a big opportunity and uh, a field where we very much could have uh, brought some innovation and uh, could have differentiated with from the existing competitors, especially because of our knowledge of both worlds, of uh, the, the capturing as well as the playback. So we could have uh, brought an innovation that was... Yeah, all more more 360 degree together with our brand. And so we decided to to seize the opportunity and just fully dedicate our team's effort to that. So that has been our main focus since uh, our launch at Pebble Beach in uh, summer 2019. Here is Luca Brambilla, the project manager of Sennheiser Ambio Mobility Initiative. My name is Luca Brambilla. I'm the project manager for Ambio Mobility. I'm based in Zurich with the rest of the team. I'm probably the first employee for Ambient Mobility. As a project manager, my main role uh, and responsibility is to manage uh, key clients' project. I'm doing that coordinating internal resources and uh, and third parties for really the flawless execution of uh, different projects. There is also a commercial aspect of my job, and uh, this is when I'm interacting with uh, different customers to really understand their, their needs and to customize the ambient mobility offer to them and uh, to offer our best technology. In 2019, we announced ambient mobility in Pebble Beach in California, and uh, this was done with uh, Karma Automotive. In 2020, the following year, we announced a collaboration with a major suppliers that is Continental. Uh, as you know, we are just providing software the tuning services and our brand to the automotive world. So it's a different approach to what we are doing with a consumer product. In addition, I think 
For the first time in 2022, so this year, we are going to announce and release the first vehicle with a Senesa MB Mobility algorithm with a major and very premium OEM. In case you didn't catch it first time around, here it is again. OEM stands for Original Equipment Manufacturer. We need to look at how ambient mobility works on the practical level. Here's Sophia Checker, who's in charge of demonstrating the new technology inside of the car. I'm Sophia Checker. So technically speaking, I am a software engineer, and this means I'm writing code that's basically creating this immersive experience for the music and for the, for the communication solutions within the car. I studied electrical engineering and computer science at Yale University in Connecticut in the US. I actually started working for the team out of San Francisco. I kind of discovered audio as a field when I was a teenager. I'm also a cellist. This is where my, my love for music is coming from. Really grew up with music and grew up listening and grew up in this feedback loop that I still am using today of how does it sound now? How do I want it to sound? What do I need to do to bridge that gap? And where does technique come into that? And this is the same whether you're playing an instrument and you're thinking about, oh, okay, how do I have to move my fingers? Or whether you're writing some code for the car and it's, okay, how does this piece of code need to work? So the technique is all there so we can make a beautiful sound. And I'm really fascinated by this intersection in general, how technique or technology or kind of the mechanics of the, of the art are serving the art itself. Yeah, what's the typical day looks like for you? It's really a lot of different things that you have to reckon with. This can be very low-level C code where it's chasing down, oh, what did I do with this one number in memory somewhere? Or it can be a bit higher level with some GUI code or some code that's going to be used as a tool for one of the other teammates and everything in between, just, just within the software. And then in addition to this, I'm, I'm also doing some algorithm development. I'm doing demo experiences, developing them. Also, I'm giving demos. I'm doing some traveling to customers and show them what we have to offer and walk them through the experience. I love that no day and no week is the same. But here is roughly what happens when you're doing a demo. When we give a demo, we are showing the experience of, of what it's like to sit in that car and have this immersive music all around you, really, really capturing you and taking you in. And we always, we have this kind of half joke, but it's actually serious, that the metric by which we measure our success is whether we can create goosebumps. And so giving a demo, it's a very personal experience. It's me or someone sitting in the car with somebody else and really going through the experience together and having a conversation about the music and about the experience. And this is also really great for the receiver of the demo because they can really focus on the things that they find interesting or that they find important. And there's really a lot of opportunities to listen to different songs and in different modes and really go into the level of detail according to the person who is there. So our demo experience is in two parts. In the first part, there's narrated sort of cinematic experience. That's where he, he walks you through all the different features and gives you a little example. There's, a, there's some music of a stereo track that's that's going, going through our algorithm into the car. And there's a little part with a 
driver gets a phone call from me and the passenger gets a phone call from somebody else and they are able to get this phone call at the same time. This is showcasing Ambio Solo and the headrest technology. And then in the later part of the demo, people can really go through the different songs and try how it would be with the original system, without our software, without the new hardware, and then compare it to how it sounds with our software. Depending on, on the person, but I'd like to sort of point out certain things. Ah, notice that in Hotel California, there's this live recording and the audience is, is now behind you and the singer is right in front of you, even though you are sitting off center. And the guitars are, are at a certain, are spread around you and the shakers are spread around you. And it's just a, a process of guiding the person through what we have to offer. And then of course we can also give, give demos of our other offerings outside of music and entertainment, such as the Voce demo, which is a, a phone call experience where you can either sit inside or outside the car and you can hear, if you're outside the car, you call into the car and you notice, ah, don't hear any more of this road noise, which is normally very disturbing when you call somebody who's driving. And there's no, there's no more this echo of my own voice coming back, which can also be very disturbing in these kind of phone calls. Then if you sit inside the car, you get the experience of the person you're calling being on your headrest. And this is allowing, for example, the scenario where you're listening to music and you receive a phone call, you don't have to stop the music to take the phone call. Yeah, you could also extrapolate this to, for example, navigation information or warning sounds, audiobook, and so on and so on. I also go through and I help people understand the hardware setup because one thing that's always a bit confusing for the receivers of our demo is that we're doing this with software. And so if we just point out first, okay, here's the hardware, and then we say, but this is the what's making this experience immersive is the software that is allowing us to extract these different spatial components and redistribute them throughout the car onto the hardware that you can see and some of the hardware which you actually can't see because it's invisible. So this is also an important part. This was my lucky moment to experience the demo. And we did. We must have spent next hour or so going from track to track, from genre to genre. I wanted to hear everything there was on offer on the player. It was really easy to drift out of the technical mind, focusing on the spatial quality of the experience and trying to analyze exactly what I was hearing. But ultimately, my mind was slipping away into thinking when I'm going to upgrade my car to one of these. At some point, it was time to move on. Sophia was providing a lot of technical details about how the system works. We didn't want to talk over the music, so we decided to take it back into the studio where we spend next hour discussing each algorithm in details. Back to Sophia. Our software is actually speaker agnostic, so it doesn't really matter what kind of speakers they are or where they are, we just need to know where they are. And then our software can adapt to this. We, it's, it's a very scalable, very portable software. So we've done demo cars with all speakers. We've done demo cars with all actuators. Our current demo car is using a combination of speakers and actuators where we, we found we could really draw the advantages of both in this demo car. 
And what is actuator exactly? It's like a speaker in that it it produces sound, but it's doing it in a very different way. So it's this small exciter which is affixed to a surface, and it causes this this surface to vibrate, and then the sound waves propagate through the air, much in the way that a violin has these vibrating surfaces, which then propagate sound through the air. These are nice because they can use existing surfaces inside the car. So we can, for example, we can place them in the A pillar, or we can place them in the back, and they're also giving us a lot of design freedom in terms of where we can put producers of sound. So it can be difficult to put a speaker in a in an elevation position, which is of course crucial for a 3D experience, for a, for a fully immersive experience. And the actuators we're, we're able to create this height with those, and then also with the the sub actuator. This is a a big contribution to weight savings and CO2 savings inside the car because a normal subwoofer can be really quite huge and the subwoofer that we are currently using in our demo car is about the size of a tuna can and this is really making a difference. But just to to circle back to the question of the hardware as it relates to the software, there can be few speakers, there can be many speakers, there's always a bit of a trade-off in how many and where they are but at the end of the day, as long as we know where they are, we can work with it and we can create a tuning for that specific car setup. Our offering consists of a suite of six different, uh, I guess, pillars, which are working together to create the in-car experience. This experience is having to do with both entertainment and communication. The, the main one is Ambio Concerto. And this is the algorithm that handles the transformation from a normal stereo track, just like you would get on Spotify or Tidal or your your streaming uh, platform of your choice, and transforms this into an immersive experience that's optimized for your car. So within this, it's basically operating in two steps. It's taking in the stereo file, it's analyzing that stereo file for its different musical components and figuring out where in space those musical components belong. And it's always doing this simply according to what is inside the recording already. One of the things that we feel really strongly about in our tuning philosophy is that we're always true to the intention of the artist. We're never going to, for example, add artificial reverb, which you can see in some of these kind of cool effects. And this can be very fun to listen to, oh, what does it sound like with this reverb on it? But since we're a company that really works with artists and we know the blood, sweat and tears that has gone into every little decision, we are not going to change something that was decided by, by the artist. Instead, we're going to just extract the information from that recording and sort of remap it, re re re-optimize it for the car. So you could see a scenario where you have some kind of diffuse content that is coming from the room, and then we can use this as the reverb. This is all reverb information that's already contained inside the recording. Another important part of Ambio Concerto is this really stable center image. So when you sit inside a recording studio, you always have this, this sweet spot and it's right in the middle and your ears are equal distance to all the speakers or, or what have you. But a car, you know, to be honest, not an ideal listening environment, right? You're always sitting off center. And 
one of the things that we that we handle in, a, in our algorithm is that if I'm sitting in the driver's seat, I will always have a stable center image directly in front of me, not veering toward the center of the car or toward the outside of the car. And the co-driver will have the same experience. So there's both both of us will experience the center to be directly in front. Ambio Concerto is like like all of our offerings, it's something that's really versatile and we can make decisions about how immersive should it be. Should it be a little bit more conservative? Should it be really over the top bells and whistles? This is really a, a stylistic thing. And we can, this is something that we can keep in mind as we're going through the tuning process and really personalize or, or customize this. Another thing that we are, is, is always a priority for us in these tunings is you should never have the feeling that you're localizing the speakers. You should always have this feeling that you're you're localizing the sounds coming from somewhere beyond the speakers or between the speakers and so on. So this is also handled by our our algorithm that can create a, a space which is beyond just those speaker positions which exist in the car. And you can really have this very precise sense of, ah, this, um, this shaker is right here. Within our software also, there is the option in change where is the the so-called center of gravity of the music so we can place this on between the two seats or we can place it more toward the back it can be an optimization for the back seat for the scenario where you have maybe a, a chauffeur and a business person in the back yeah of course there are always trade-offs when you're when you're optimizing for one place our current demo car delivers the exact same experience in the two front seats. One of our demo cars, we had a, a part where you could drag around the center of gravity and you could really have also this level of control. Let's talk about these wonderful algorithms in more detail. Let's start with Ambio Sonata. What kind of unique features does it bring? Ambio Sonata is one of the algorithms that we have that really works with headrest audio. And it's used in combination with Ambio Concerto for the headrest to really, to support that tuning. You almost don't notice if it's there, but you notice if it's not there. It's giving more support from the back with this, this feeling of having a, a bit of a cocoon of sound all around you. It's also, can also be used for not in combination with Ambio Concerto if there are uh, requirements to have fewer components, for example, this can, it basically what it does is it creates, despite that the headrest drivers are behind you, it widens the sound stage so that it's coming more around you and not just directly from the back. Also on the, on the headrests, we have Ambio Solo, and this is the ability to create personalized sound zones. So you could imagine a scenario where where I'm driving and my friend is in the co-driver's seat and maybe I want to have the navigation information that's just going to me, but it's not going to go to them, so, that, so not to disturb the, the listening experience. You could see a scenario where two people are driving and each is receiving a phone call from a, a different person or audiobooks or any of these kinds of things. We're able to achieve pretty good isolation between the two seats. So meaning if I'm the driver and the co-driver 
is having some personalized content on their headrest, I'm not going to hear too much of what's going on over there. Of course, I'll have a sort of a vague awareness that, ah, there's some sound over there, but it's not going to be taking over my attention. One of the reasons we chose this name for Ambio Sonata is that a sonata is a, a more intimate kind of concert. It tends to be happening in a smaller hall and then in yeah, a smaller audience. It's less people on the stage, unlike a concerto, which is really a, a huge thing. And the same idea like that you're having the headrest quite close to you and it's really helping to, to bring the experience closer to you. Ambio Contrabass is our bass enhancement algorithm. This is operating through psychoacoustic principles that make you perceive bass that isn't necessarily physically there. And this is quite cool. So when, when you have some, some low frequency that's creating bass, you're also having some overtones. And our brains are, of course, accustomed to always hearing this overtone series together in a certain way. And if you remove the bottom, the bass, but you leave these overtones, then the brain, because of, because of experience and expectation, kind of just fills in that lowest bit. And this is the general principle underlying ambio contrabass. Yeah, just to, to move away from psychoacoustics and into reality is sometimes you just have drivers that can't go as low as you want them to. The range of human hearing is from 20 hertz to, to 20 kilohertz, give or take a little bit, depending on the person and the age and so on. You might have a, a driver which is only capable of reproducing down to 50 hertz. And this ambio contrabass is allowing to kind of extend the perceived frequency range down into frequencies that can't actually be produced by this driver. In our tuning, they're, they're all kind of working together. So if you hear our demo car, you'll hear ambio concerto, you'll hear ambio sonata, you'll hear ambio contrabass, you'll hear these working together to create the musical experience. Let's talk about ambio watche, which is obviously about communication rather than listening experience. Voce is tapping into our expertise as Sennheiser with microphones. This is one of the main things that our, our company and our brand is known for. So Ambio Voce is more in the direction of communication and productivity rather than music and entertainment. And this is basically, the goal here is to give you crystal clear quality while you're on the road in your car. And I think we've all been there where if you call somebody while they're driving, it is just it is just a horrible experience. You hear the noise, you hear the voice kind of very poorly or faintly and sometimes cutting out, of course. And the idea is basically we're using our beamforming microphone technology, similar to what is happening in the Team Ceiling Connect 2. It's basically creating kind of a spotlight of sound and it's able to listen in a certain direction. And this is really helping to focus on the, the useful part of the signal, which is the voice of the person speaking, and not so much focus on all the extraneous noises that come with driving. Then there's also some, there's also um, denoising and echo cancellation and other things at play that are enhancing the experience of having a conversation with, with somebody who's driving in that car. So the benefit is really actually, if you're driving the car, the benefit is coming to the person that you're calling. They will hear you very well. 
this is really working together hand in hand with Ambio Solo, because then if I'm having a conversation, I'm using voce to pick up my voice and solo to play back the voice of the person who I'm talking to. What would you say is the key value for a customer that this particular technology delivers? As we see driving become more of a, an assisted or an autonomous experience, we're going to have a lot more time in the car that can become productive time, that can become almost office time. And this is one reason why it's really important to have this boardroom quality sound inside the car so you can really use this time efficiently. Let's talk about Ambio Karma, which is a really interesting algorithm to talk about because it's not something that's typically addressed within the context of the car. Um, most of the listeners probably are familiar with noise-canceling headphones as a very ubiquitous concept these days. However, it's not something we typically come across within the context of the car. Could you tell us more about how it works? Sure. So Ambio Calmo is our approach to the noise problem inside the car. So of course, when you sit and you do a demo in a parked in a parking space, it's quiet and it's it's lovely, but then once you start to drive, you have really a lot more sound to reckon with. And the idea with Calmo is that the music should always be sitting above the noise floor of the car. So it's kind of adapting the music depending on how loud it is in the car and how loud the music is at a certain time to always stay right above that noise floor. There are some existing solutions kind of deal with this problem. So you have, for example, you have the very simplest case of speed-dependent gain. So the faster you drive, the louder the music gets. This solution has a bit of a problem because you only have so much space to work with. And you could have, for example, if I'm playing music that's already quite loud, I might not need to get louder when, when I get faster or, or louder um, soundscape of the car. Conversely, if I'm having music that's quieter, because of the constraints of the loud music, I have less dBs to work with to to help the quiet music. And so this is kind of, and I realize it's it's a bit of a tricky thing to wrap one's head around, but it's basically reallocating the adaptations to the sections of the music that would be most compromised. So, and it's it's also a bit tricky because it's the kind it's one of these algorithms that you really should not notice is there. You shouldn't say I can hear the calmo now. You should just say. I can hear the music now, which you maybe couldn't before because it would have been covered by the road noise of the car. And the big goal of in, in designing Calmo actually was that you should never notice it's there. You shouldn't hear these kind of pumpiness or swells or dips in the music from any kind of changes that are happening. So the idea with Calmo is that it's taking into account the soundscape, the existing soundscape in the car and then adjusting the music so that it fits well with that existing soundscape. It's like having your your personal mixing engineer sitting alongside with you in the car. In the next episode, you'll meet other team members. I'm going to go to a level deeper and talk about how the system was built from the ground up. And of course, how important is the tuning for each individual car model? In the next episode, that's where the secret sauce comes in, how to do this. And I think a very important keyword here is dynamic versus static. You will notice that they are using a lot of components. And I think here 
one of the key technologies that we are using allows the car manufacturer to reduce the amount of speakers. A genius, I should say, in the company formulated the hypothesis, well, how about we use 3D audio to apply that to the voice that people hear in their headset. I'll see you next time. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to show your support, please consider becoming a Patreon. Not only are you supporting us, but you will also get special access to bonus content and much more. Find out more on our official Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash immersive audio podcast. You've been listening to the Immersive Audio Podcast, hosted by Oliver Cadell. This episode was produced by Oliver Cadell and Emma Reese and included music by Rhythm Scott. Got an idea for an episode or want to comment on something we've discussed recently? Drop us an email at podcast at 1618digital.com or find us on Twitter at iAudioPodcast. If you've enjoyed our show, head to our page on iTunes and leave us a review and rating. It really helps us out. Visit immersiveaudiopodcast.com to access show notes and other episodes and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening.